When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Eden special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Eden's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hi. How's everyone doing? <sighs> Welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. Not Yeah. It's brought to you by Security Dodge. Go see Michelle Scalisian. Come get some. Yeah. Uh, let's start off by saying good evening to Michael. Yeah, you earned it. Oh, that it's your fault. And to Michael. Rosenberg Radio is a high-life cheese bag. Instead of a low-life sleaze bag. <laughs> to Michael and Don. The Yankees have played seven doubleheaders this year, Don and Peter. That's 14 games. What do you think yeah. their record is? Six and one. <laughs> Never gets old, does it? I love it every time. Good evening to Don. Nobody coaches me up. To Don. They sent me to stand. <laughs> and to Don. You got a million dollars, Michael. <laughs> big day for Don. Very big day. <laughs> uh, to me and Don. No, That's no, you're too better. far back This now. is what you get. <laughs> and to the caller. I've been a Yankee fan since yesterday. We needed that. I, I don't think I had that. We never had that. So now we have from... I've been a Yankee fan since 1938. All the way to... I've been a Yankee fan since yesterday. And also... I've been a Yankee fan since never. And we also have... I've been a Yankees fan since today. <laughs> we have almost everything is covered. Yeah. yeah. And the latest year we have... I've been a Yankee fan since 2019. From 38 to 19... I wonder what drove the guy to become a Yankee fan yesterday. What I've was been it? a Yankee fan since yesterday. What um, happened? What happened yesterday? He he likes he saw Stanton and just likes the cut of his jib, literally. Right. He thinks he looks good. He's like, wow, well, that guy the new got uniform, Pam, so you can see everybody's jib. Oh there my god. Go. <laughs> it's 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 not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. Some I mean they're gonna offend some parents. The picture is my Don, Michael showed me a picture. It's not what you want. Of a padre. Oh, I teamed. Let me tell you something. Don't show a real Padre. He'd be quite upset to see it. What yes. the F? Now, speaking now, of- And what, what they showed through the pants could make you a Padre. You're unbelievable. Thank you, Aaron. Now, real quick, uh, do you guys want to hear a little bit about the uh, Senga situation? Sure. Sure. Here's David Stearns giving Mets fans an update on the Senga injury. 
The Senga has a moderate right posterior capsule strain. Capsule. So that's in the in the back of his right shoulder. He was having trouble recovering from his side sessions. The way he expressed it was, was really shoulder fatigue. And when it happened a second time, we decided to get an MRI yesterday afternoon. Doctor read the MRI this morning, examined Kodai, and we have this moderate strain in, in the back of his right shoulder. What this means right now, we're going to shut him down until these symptoms subside and strength returns to his normal level. Once that happens, we can begin to ramp him up and then go through his, his normal spring training progression. We don't expect him to be ready for opening day. So at this point, we would expect him to begin the season on the IL. How long that's not what exactly? I well, IL is 10 days. So that's two starts. Well, they said how long no, for on a the pitch, IL? For a pitcher, it's, 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 I believe, 15. Okay, so then that's three starts. Mm-hmm. So it's not the end of the world. But it's not. So I was on the other side yesterday. Right. When we heard the news yesterday, and Michael was saying this could be bad. Well, I, I, I said no, not to get nervous. Oh, no, sorry. Right. We, we were speculating, though, could it be bad? And I said, well, let's be honest. It's not Edwin Diaz collapsing during the WBC. Right. I said, let's it's all calm not. down. It's still not And that. it's still not. But I have to be honest, Don. If yesterday my nervousness about it was a two and a half, I really didn't worry about it at all. Hearing IL to start the season and we're not sure and all the other mumbo jumbo in there, Don, my worry went up to a four, four and a half. Yeah, and then that makes sense because, listen, we're still pretty far out from opening day. So for them to pretty much be assured he's not going to be able to start the season, then you don't know if two weeks into the season everything's going to be okay and then he'll come off the IL. So minimum it could be three starts but we we don't know we'll probably have a little bit more information as we get closer to the start of the season because if he's not throwing and doing spring training activities then you could tack on more time if it ends up being a handful of stars let's just say five then i think they could survive it for sure it's not ideal but if it's something that's going to you know have him not available for a long period of time michael can that, i see your not, readers? they're not going to be able to sustain that see my what can i borrow your readers for a second yeah i'm curious um Here's the way to look at it if you want to try to, like, guess. So he's going to be shut down. No. I mean, they're trying to build the strength up. He's going to be shut down. No, they're too right. blurry. So they, they, I think it's dirty. So um, they um, they shut him down until they can get the inflammation out or the pain out and then rebuild, re- rebuild it up. So whenever that happens, from that point on, add six weeks to that before he pitches in a big league game. So if it takes him a month to get out, then he's not coming back till May. If it takes him two weeks, then he'll come back maybe at right. the end of April. So that's the way I, Stern said they're not looking into acquiring any other pitching. So either they are not that concerned about it or they're not that concerned about the season. Well, I, I, but two things. It, it could be um, the, the, the first thing you said about that they're not that concerned about it. Well, maybe they're not concerned about it yet. Because maybe it will be something where he'll just miss a handful of starts and you didn't need to pick somebody else up. So it, it could be that, or it just could be, hey, I'm not going to sit there and admit right now on February 22nd we're desperate for a starting pitcher because then I lose a lot of leverage. So let the world know that, hey, we're not really looking. And then he can kind of strategically play some phone calls to see what might be out there. Or, you know, assigning a possible free agent. But, you know, if you, if you start telling people I need a starter, you know, what do you think Boris is going to do? All right, you want, you want Snell? This is what they're going to cost you because now you're desperate. And I don't think he wants to let anybody think that he's desperate. And that's what that's that's what Scott's waiting for. He needs one team to be desperate, right? And I don't know if the Mets are desperate because even with a healthy Senga, Michael, I I I don't know. 
if this team was guaranteed to make the playoff spot. I mean, I, I still think it could be a fun season, but you lose your start, your, your number one starter. Remember, he got off to a bit of a slow start last year, Senga, and he ended up finishing seventh in the Cy Young. So you had every right to expect him to maybe be a contender for the Cy Young this year. If you go from seventh last year, then, hey, could he be in the top five? And now maybe not have him for the beginning of the season. That's that's going to hurt for sure. I, I I said this earlier in the show, and, and it bears repeating. I'm always wary with Japanese pitchers because they throw so many pitches there when they're young. So you know, one of the the advantages the Yankees thought with Tanaka, you know, he never was hurt. Oh, okay, that means he's due to get hurt. All pitchers get hurt. And like two or three starts into his major league career, they discovered a, a partial tear of the UCL. Fortunate for him and the Yankees, you know, he pitched through it and never had to have surgery, didn't blow out, and he's still pitching in Japan. But is this a product of Senga last year throwing 28 starts where he only pitched once a week in Japan? And the Mets and Showalter and Hefner, they gave him extra days whenever they could, but still right. it was yeah. – you're asking a guy who's thrown an awful lot of pitches to all of a sudden come here and be healthy, and I'm going to keep a close eye on Yamamoto. Same deal. He's 25, super healthy. Let's see. Let's see if he can withstand the rigors of a bigger baseball and pitching more. But it feels like you're taking a risk with every single pitcher. That's why you never have enough pitching. Somebody is going to get hurt. Somebody's going to end up on the IL. Somebody's going to have to miss a start. If you're going in with five starters and you think you're going to be able to survive the season, you're out of your mind. Let's let's go to the Yankee side of things and hear from Hal Steinbrenner on what he thinks this season means for the Yankees. I'm excited. I think these guys really believe they have something to prove, and they're ready to do it. I will tell you, we had a large number of guys the entire month of January over at the Himes Complex voluntarily working out, getting in shape, ramping it up, more so than I ever remember, and I don't think it's a coincidence. I think they're really ready to go. It does have a kind of 98 feel to it, doesn't it, Michael? Really? You get, what? They're giving well, 98 no, to you? No, well, hear, well, hear me out. Because everybody that we talk to about the 98 season, all say how disgusted they were with how 97 ended. And they really made it a mission to be engaged and ready. Even though the team won in 96, they were disappointed losing to the Indians, they felt like they had a chance to repeat, and they made it a mission. Well, now you're coming off an 82-80 and season, which is unheard of for the Yankees over the last 30 years. And you hear Hal saying that everybody's more engaged and everybody's more into it. I'm not saying they're going to go out there and win 114 games in the regular season, Michael. But you know what I'm saying is that maybe if, if anything positive came out of 82 and 80 is that they're on a mission to make sure that doesn't happen again. Yeah, I mean, it's all, all well and good, but they have to stay healthy. And I've said that about this team over and over again. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. If they all go right, they're a World Series contender. If a lot of them go wrong, then you're staring at not making the playoffs. So I think uh, most teams are like that, hey, though. Most teams well, are like that. But, Michael, when was every season the Yankees come in believing they've got a chance to win a championship, right? Yeah. And, and they haven't since 2009 because things happen. Injuries happen. There are teams that are better than you thought. Even if everything's perfect, I mean, that Houston team's not going anywhere, right? I mean, uh, you know, the, the defending champions are, are in the American League. I think the, you know, the Blue Jays could figure it out one day. The Rays never seem to go away. Baltimore looks like they're ready to feed off of uh, a huge season last year. There's a real, lot of really good baseball teams out there, so there's a reason why it's so hard to win a championship. Also, if, if, if you're a longtime Yankee fan, how more and more is starting to sound voice-wise like George? A little bit, yeah. He's not, 
and I, I mean this affectionately, like like had that out of his mind kind of, you know, like the way George Talk was so over the top. Hal's never going to be that. But the, but definitely the, the staccato delivery. The yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, George, but George always seemed like he was yelling, always like he was making the quintessential point every sentence. I, I don't know if Hal has that in his personality. Now, this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Guys, it's rare that I have, I have two such incredible I told you so moments. Really? Oh, two of them? Yeah, two, Don. One you're not even thinking about. One you are. Okay. But two is is tremendous in one episode of, of the K Show. Uh, you guys may recall uh, Rick Pitino the other day not sounding altogether friendly when discussing his St. John's team. Mm-hmm. In fact, was really pretty nasty. Downright critical. Said it was the worst team he's ever coached. No lateral movement. Slow. I don't think talent. he said the worst team he ever coached. Worst experience he's ever had yes. coaching. Right. Yes. But that the team had no chance of beating Georgetown. Or they could easily lose to Georgetown. And they won by five, which, I mean, Georgetown's dreadful. The only win that Georgetown has had is against DePaul, yeah. who fired his coach a month ago, and they're terrible. Are they, are they a 1 in 14, Michael? Yeah, they're awful. With well, a new coach. So in, in the first year of one Cooley, they're terrible. The Yankees have played seven doubleheaders this year, Don and Peter. <laughs> Wait a That's minute. That's 14 games. What do you think no. their record is? Six and one. Because I said one and four. You just said 14. It reminded me. Um, here's Patino, though. I said the other day, guys, he he would have to apologize. He didn't at first. Double down. He doubled down. Well, now he doubled back. I went home, talked to my wife, and came back, and I said to my staff, anybody in the guys, any of them upset? He said, a couple of feelings of hurt. So I immediately went in the team and told them, I absolutely love you guys. I would never, ever want to embarrass you, but it's my bad. I'm at fault. I should have never mentioned to anybody by name. I didn't mean it. I was trying to talk typical clinic talk like I do. The slowest player in the league at the NBA is Jokic. He can't move laterally. Some of the greatest players I've coached can't move laterally. So I didn't think that's a big deal, but I should never, ever mention a name. I'm a veteran coach. I tell every Every young coach in the business, show class when you win, show class when you lose, give the other team credit. I've been really, really frustrated this year for a lot of different reasons, but understand something. I recruited this man. I recruited this man. My staff did not recruit these guys. It was all me. And I'm really, really proud to have them, but I totally apologize to them for doing that. Well, he also... Michael, sorry doesn't fix the lamp, or is it fixed? I mean, he can only say he's sorry. But if I'm a player that he said that about, I don't think I let him up. You give him go scratch? Uh, I mean, you can't do that because then you'll be buried on the bench for the end of the year. But you, know, you can transfer at the end of the year, too. He also said that they, you know, it took him a month to teach these guys how to do a bounce pass. It wasn't right. very flattering. It wasn't and also, the one thing that comes out, he didn't talk to his wife till Tuesday. The game was Sunday. You know these coaches don't go home. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I know you're being well, facetious, but you're not. No, no. But you know the fact that he doubled down, the fact that he only... You know, talked about the one aspect of the way he insulted the team, not the bounce pass part, and that it took somebody else to convince him to do it. Takes a lot away from the apology. I'm sorry. I love that he said. Uh, I love that he said. Were any of them upset? Well, what do you think, Rick? Come back to me now. I'm sure some of his uh, assistants 
who do the legwork on recruiting. They weren't thrilled either. So that was the first thing that I was uh, proud to be right on. Right. Well, that, that didn't take a... It didn't require brain surgery. No. Here. Remember the guy who called and ripped us for it? Who? Remember the, the caller? Oh, yeah. He was just, oh, yeah. Uh, he was just oh. reacting to Mike Vaccaro. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, and Patino, that's who Patino is. Then why do you... Call again. Why did Patino uh, yeah. apologize? Yeah. Again, he sounded, he had a lot of Jersey Mike in him, that guy. Yeah, well, that yeah, guy didn't he like hated you, you Not the delicious restaurant, the, the bad guy no, on Twitter. he hated you. Now, do you guys remember, I believe, I don't know if there's another person in America who publicly said, maybe they were tons, but I know on this show, I felt very strongly about the fact that Jason Kelsey was doing a little bit too much in how much he was supporting his brother. Right. I said the overalls, Chiefs overalls, at the Super Bowl? Right. I, I said a year earlier, your Eagles lost to this team in the Super Bowl. You can't be back a year later wearing Chiefs gear. And people said, I'm being too much. Calm down. It's his brother. Let's hear from Jason Kelsey's wife on Kelsey on Prime Video. I am like an Eagles fan to the extent of like, if Jason ever went and played for another team, I would wear Kelsey. I would not wear another team's stuff. Like I've thought about that a number of times where like, I just, I couldn't do it. It sounds terrible. Travis was in the playoffs one year and the Eagles were not. And so we went to a playoff game in Kansas City and I was like, do I have to? (laughs) But like, Trav knows that. Like I always want Travis to be successful. Obviously always want Jason to be successful, but like I can't, um, I'm not gonna be out here like doing the Chiefs chop, whatever that. Tomahawk I love her. thing. I, yeah. I have a favorite Kelsey. It's Kylie right, Kelsey. So, I mean, there's a couple of layers here. Oh. First, I think that was from two years ago. I mean, they... Well, I understand, but... We, right. She didn't do it this year either. And and that that's cool. She doesn't want to support Travis. Right. Jason Kelsey played for another team. You still wear she's Eagles she's, she's Eagles Well, then she's wrong. No, she's not. No, no. Let's say she says she's that Jody fell in love with the Yankees because I'm, I'm broadcasting them. Right. And then I, I get a big offer and I end up becoming the Phillies broadcaster. And she goes, I'll never wear Philly stuff. I'm going to wear Yankee stuff. Like, Are you out of your mind, no, but Jody? She, but she didn't say that she would wear Eagle stuff. She just said she wouldn't wear. But why not? Because it's not it's not her team. But she didn't grow up in Philly. She's not a Philly girl. I mean, so she. But it's been her whole life there. Uh, They've well, embraced you know her. It's become her thing. I'm sorry. Where's your bread buttered? That's I, I don't think she's right. I think she's right. I love her. I love her for it. I'm not she saying she's she wrong still... about the Travis stuff, but if her husband played for another team, you wouldn't wear their Wait, stuff? Didn't she say, I, she said... I'd wear Kelsey. I don't know what that she, means. Yeah, she'd wear something that said Kelsey, but she would root for him, but she wouldn't have an interest in rooting for another team. I, I love it. I All it shows really, you might think it's whatever, it's, it's being too much of a fan. Don, to me, what it screams is, he spent his whole career there and she really bought in. Like, she she means it. Yeah. She's not a fraud. And she chose she chose Philadelphia as the team that she's going to continue to root for. She's still rooting for her husband, so it's not that whole, like, if they're playing Philadelphia, she'd root for Philadelphia. She says, I'm still Team Kelsey, you know what she, she did at the Super Bowl? uncomfortable wearing the other stuff. Did you see what she did at the Super Bowl? I, no, I loved I it. She she wore a Cincinnati Bearcat shirt. It's red. She and wore a red Bearcat. And that's where they went to school. Right. She wore a red Bearcat. That, Kylie Kelsey, number one Kelsey. It's top Kelsey for me. Michael, you had an interesting take yesterday. Are you willing to bring it to the air? About this what? Was off the air? Was off the air? No, I don't want you. Well, it's not. It's not that risky. But it was about. It was a, a Travis Kelsey theory. No, I don't want you to bring this. Really? Oh, no way. No way. Really? No. You think that's too much? Yeah. Well, Why we... did you think he would say yes? Yeah. What's because... the matter with you? No. Are you out of your were... mind? Wait. Which? Are we talking about the same thing? Yeah, well, yeah. just move on. Yeah. We can't be talking about the same thing. Yeah, we are talking about the same we thing. We are. 
And you think that's that edgy? A yes, take? absolutely. Wow, we live in such a soft time. What yeah. happened to us uh, well, as a society? This just in? Wow, because you because back in the day you would have said it, right? No, but it's not offensive. It is offensive. Well, you think it's critical of the relationship, is what you're saying. You don't want to be critical of the relationship. I, I refuse to even it's discuss a anything that I said. It's a serious allegation. I, I guess you're right. If I if I thought of it, Don, it would have been. I would have said it. Good for you. You've said a lot to that I would say. <laughs> um, I will tell you what I'm most excited about when I get this prescription in is being able to read this damn screen in front of me, guys. This is. It is the lightest color for me. It is so hard to read anything. Now, by the way, Patrick Long tells me on X she's from Philly and grew up a Philly fan before she met Jason. Oh, well, see, that's it. That's oh, the answer. Then. Okay, then that. that so then now I, you really are. Now you're out. Now you're good. But I mean. still, if a husband goes and plays for somebody else, you root for that team. You can just. You don't have. So to. if you if you're if if your wife Peter was an executive at Coca Cola for twenty years and you you got free Coca Cola. And you became a Coca-Cola person. You love Coke. And all of a sudden, she got a new job at Pepsi. You'd say, no way. I'm not drinking Pepsi. I love Coke. Well, no. It's not apples to apples. But but let's make it apples to apples. Go ahead, Don. Fix it up. So let's say she doesn't like Pepsi. She likes Coke. So if if she goes working for Pepsi, it's like, all right, listen, I want them to do well. I I hope they sell a ton of soda. But when I have dinner, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna continue uh, to drink. Okay, coke. so let, let me let me go a step further. You're not having dinner. You're having everybody at his new job come over for a barbecue. You serving Coca Cola, Pepsi? No, oh, you could serve you could serve Pepsi, but that you continue to drink Coca Cola. So you would drink Coca Cola in front of his new boss? Yeah, what's the big deal? I'm yeah, you know, it, it is a big deal. Well, no, no, no that, now now you lost me, Don. You can't. That, this is why I don't like this. Is not apples to apples because she did not. Well, she, she didn't. She wouldn't show up to his new team. If you went to the Commanders, she wouldn't wear an Eagles she, but, thing but, there. She just would never wear nothing. Yeah, you know, nobody's saying that she wouldn't root for the other team because she wants her husband to do well. But she's not going to wear the outfit because she wants to show allegiance to the Eagles. The question I would ask her: Okay, they're playing the Eagles. Who are you rooting for? You know, Dave Rothenberg would say the Giants, even right. if his son was a quarterback well, but, for the Commanders. But, but, but no, but I'm, why would you lose me? So he works for Pepsi. Come over. I'm going to serve Pepsi to everyone. But you're not going to drink Coca-Cola in yeah, front of the head of Pepsi. Yeah, that you wouldn't want your well, spouse. But I've had a whole party. I'm putting up the banners. Everybody's getting Pepsi. Nobody is. Nobody has an option to drink Coke. But, but in but my moment. But, but, but you're, you're carrying the, around a can of Coke. No, well, no, maybe, no, that's not a can. That. Maybe, I'll, maybe I won't rub it in their face. Maybe I'll pour it into, the, into a glass and you'll be none the wiser. All right, that's fine then. You know what? Uh, real quick, this is unfortunate. Tiger's son, Charlie Woods, failed to, qu- uh, failed to qualify for a PGA Tour event. He's 15 years old. He hoped to compete in next week's Cognizant Classic, my favorite. Unfortunately, he carded a 16 over, an 86. That's not good. On the par 4 7th, he took a 12. Well, so, it's unfortunate for the the tour event that probably was drooling to get Charlie oh, Woods. Could, oh, maybe he'll have a better yeah, better luck next 16 time. 16 over, maybe they, they, they caught a break. Yeah, it's not time. <laughs> That'll do it for ENN. It's brought to you by Security Dodge. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com during the President's Day sales event. And go get some. You know what I mean? All right, so um, Nick's Sixers on 98.7. Sure. Uh, Devils Rangers on 10.50 Love with 1050. Don at the call. Yeah. Yay! We'll be back tomorrow, Legion to the weekend. See everybody. Please have a wonderful day. Even you, Jersey Mike. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.